I'm the third Curry brother, Sheldon Curry. I once made a 14-year-old boy call me daddy. All businesses are pyramid schemes. Have I ever told you about the time that old lady shit on the floor at the car dealership? I'm so smart, I feel like Jimmy Neutron up in here. And that's why I haven't paid taxes in four years. <laughs> All right, I guess now I can talk because we're recording. <laughs> What's up? How's it going, everybody? We are sitting on opposite sides of the room. Yes, we are sitting on opposite sides for it's the first like time. It's been like a month. Yeah, I feel like it's been forever since we recorded. We I apologize. was trying to tell you the other day that it was four weeks. Sorry, guys. It was not four weeks. It's Dude, it was three four. weeks. Today is, makes four weeks. It's, it's three weeks. Yeah, because you had the... It's just three weeks. Wink, wink. Whatever. All right, whatever. It was been a while. <laughs> so, uh, this is it. Yeah, we finished season one. The finale. Of season one. Seth doesn't seem that excited about it. Of season one. No. Well, yeah. I mean... <laughs> yeah. It was good. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. So... Dude. Let's, uh... Let's, uh... Where are we up to at this point in, uh... In the show? Christina... Christina peed on a stick, and it came positive. She's pregnant. Yeah, she's pregnant. Meredith yeah. and McDreamy are like a couple now. They're living with each other. Well, well that's they're the first thing we can talk they're about. They're not living with each other. I mean, McDreamy they're... has stayed at Meredith's house for about a week now, so. Yeah, so they're. That's interesting. They're staying together, kind of, daily basis. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, so Meredith is. Oh, yeah. Is this making cupcakes? <laughs> Meredith is questioning McDreamy as to why he hasn't shared anything about his life except for his love for ferry boats and that he came from New York. O'Malley is trying to get laid. He's trying to make some love. And Christina is trying to get rid of the thing that is growing inside of her stomach. Yep. So, yeah. That's pretty much it. So, we get Psych Guy. Yeah. In episode eight. And was that the same episode with uh, No Hands Guy? Or the Paralyzed Guy? Yes. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, so uh, is it Christina that first gets assigned to him? Christina and uh, Meredith first get assigned to Psych Okay, guy. so this guy comes in. He's having seizures. I don't know what kind of seizures these are because he doesn't really seize at all. He just no like convulsing. He f- <laughs> he just blinks. It's like, like on That's So Raven, you know, like when she would just like stop and like it would be like... <laughs> Dude, you can get dude, this guy is that so Raven. Yeah, pretty much. Dude, that's great. It's a great reference. <laughs> I'm really good at references. That's so Raven. I'm, I'm really good at references. <laughs> so, uh, this guy's apparently sees the future and knows. Sees. Get it? Like sees. seizure. Sees. Sees the future. Okay. He seizures the future. <laughs> All right, so. He sees the future, and he's, like, really fucking with Christina and Meredith. Bad. Bad. And so they're, like, GTFO. Yeah, Christina, well, what? Because he, um, he's, like, oh, I didn't take you for the baby or the mother child. And oh, so yeah. Christina's, like, get me off of this case. Yeah, she's she was shook. So she asks, uh. Shook. <laughs> <laughs> she, she asks, uh, Izzy, good God. So she asked Izzy to switch her uh, patients, and she bribes Bailey by saying she'll do all of her paperwork for like a month to let them do it. What was Christine? What was Izzy's original patients? Some breast cancer lady. Was it the breast cancer? Not lady? important. There, she wasn't. Yeah. Well, they didn't really show her together. Wait, no. Yeah, they did. Well, they did? yeah. Yeah. Well, they showed her doing the surgery. Yeah. 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 Showed yeah. her in the surgery, and then that lady goes, "I heard there's a psychic on this thing in here." Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Christina is now assigned to the lady who has breast cancer, and she's also pregnant. And then Izzy is dealing with psychic guy. And O'Malley cannot seem to get a tube down someone's th- throat for breathing. Yeah, I forgot what they called it, the medical term. Who cares? It was like tube down the throat otomy. For breathing. Otomy. Otomy. You gotta put Otomy at the end of it. And then that just makes it sound. Oh like yeah, and then about. Alex is uh, dealing with uh, the unorthodox Jew. <laughs> Do you live under a rock? 
Have you never seen an unorthodox Jew before? He's like, what are you, Dude, Amish? this was like the... Yeah, this girl was like the most aggressive patient. Yeah, no, she was like seven. I feel like the writers of the show were like, all right, we're making... We're going to have this orthodox Jew character. Let's make her a total asshole to counter the part where she's like super religious. or something. It was weird. I think she would... Did she like... Do the religion thing on her own because I don't think her parents were. Yeah, religious. I, I think, think she, she was, was. Her parents were Jewish, but she was like, "I'm gonna go." She's like devout. It would be like my parents are Christians, so I'm gonna go, like join the Westboro Baptist Church. <laughs> Where's Joel Osteen? <laughs> Where's Joel Osteen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was fun. Uh, where do you want to start? Like, who do you want to start? Um, with? which storyline? Let's go with. Um, well, since we're already on the topic. Let's just go with uh, the the Jewish girl. So I don't want to refer to her as Jew girl. It just sounds no. Weird. That sounds fucked up. Yeah. we could call her Anne Frank. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, what's her name? Heart lady, I, heart girl, pig heart girl, pig heart girl. So bovine. She's got babe. some bovine babe. <laughs> <laughs> ten out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> Took me all day to think of that. Uh, so. She's got something messed up with her valve, and I guess like the procedure <laughs> is replace your heart valve with a pig one. Yeah, I don't know so how that what works. happened was that she got her wisdom teeth pulled. Is that what happened? Yeah, she got her wisdom teeth pulled and she couldn't stop bleeding. And then it found out like the blood thinners weren't like compatible with her heart or something. And they, they like weak heart up. valves. Yeah, so if they wanted to stop the bleeding, then they needed to change her heart valves, and they wanted to do it with a pig. Yeah, and. As an Orthodox Jew, she was not happy about it. Yeah. She was like, you're going to put an unkosher animal in my body? A dirty pig? Oink. <laughs> no, I think she literally said oink. At some so point. she bitches them out and tells uh, Alex and Burke to figure it out. And so Alex finds the bovine heart. Bovine babe. Bovine babe. So I guess apparently you can use like a cow valve. But apparently it's also ten times harder. Yeah, so I don't know if that's medically correct. Alex doesn't tell Burke, and when she go, when Alex goes and talks to her, Doctor Burke is pissed the fuck off because he's like, "Yo, bro, if uh, you're gonna tell them about a uh, secondary procedure, you uh, probably should talk to your boss first before you consult them about anything." Yep. And then he takes Alex off the case, which I guess they just do that every episode. I'm not sure that Alex has actually finished a single procedure in the show. Alex just like. His character is like he's like trying to help, but then he has to do like some like crazy thing at the end to finally help and like learn something about himself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he messes up and then he has to do something like super crazy to yeah. like redeem himself to learn something. Yeah, that's his character. <laughs> yeah, so redeeming. Uh, they end up doing the bovine heart procedure, right? Yep. And Alex is put back on. Doctor Burke's like, "Yo, sorry." He apologizes and they shake hands and yeah, what? and they save uh, bovine babe's uh, life. Bovine babe. Woo! Yeah. So then, let's go to psychic guy, because this guy's a fucking interesting cat. Yeah, he he was a character on the show. He definitely, really, <laughs> he definitely uh, objectifies women. Yeah, I know, dude. <laughs> he was just like, oh yeah, remember when like he was going to the MRI. And he was like, oh, I thought the other girl was hot, but you are just, you know, you're just gorgeous. You're lustful. Oh, yeah. That was, like, really, just such a weird, he's like, dude, psychic guy is like that, like, fedora guy in high school. Who's, like, <laughs> like a guitar on his back. You know? <laughs> Either a guitar on his back or he, ner- or he knows magic. <laughs> yeah, he knows magic. <laughs> I guarantee you. That guy could pull an ace out of his freaking sleeve. Exactly, and then he and then he's always using like weird terms to describe how like attractive a woman is. He'll be like, "You're so lustful." <laughs> Stupendous. Yeah. So there's that dude, and he keeps having all these visions, and he tells uh, tells Christina about how she's pregnant. So Christina's like, "I'm out." Then he tells. What else does he predict? Oh, yeah, he tells Izzy that someone's going to die on, like, the fourth floor or something that yeah. day. And he said somebody's going to die on the fourth floor, and then, like, somebody starts crash-carting. Yeah. He's like, I told you. Yeah. 
and then he calls. Oh yeah, Izzy he wasn't believing that he was psychic, and then he calls her Cricket. Which because, apparently is what her mom calls her. Yeah, that's her nickname, her childhood nickname, and so she gets all like offended and appalled, and like leaves and like storms off in a in a hurry. She's like, Ugh. and leaves because somebody called her cricket. I don't yeah. Know. Um, and so that they come to find out there was a um something on his brain. Uh, his he had epilepsy. Lobe. No, he had something on his brain. It was like a temporal on his like temporal lobe. Something. And they had to remove it or else it could burst. Yeah, and he had a vision that he was going to lose his visions. Yeah, and so he starts, like, he gets upset, and he tells Izzy, he's like, well, you know, like, if I take this out, then I'm losing my identity, I'm losing who I am, I'm not going to be the same anymore. And then she tells him, basically, like, if your visions are really true, like, if they're real, then, like, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. So they take him and do the surgery. Because at first he didn't want to sign the consent form. She's like, no. Yeah. Ah. Get away, you know. And so he signs a consent form. So then they do the surgery, and then um, on the way they're on the elevator. And then what does he say? He's like, what does he say? He goes, um, add uh, coke. Uh, no, it's um. Oh yeah, he says coconut, oh, coconut butter. Yeah, or something add like coconut that. extract or something like that. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, and she's so like, she's what? Like, and he's what? like, for your cupcakes. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what? You know. So yeah, I guess I don't know if he was really psychic, but he knew a lot. Dude, this is such a fucking weird thing to throw into this show. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Like, part of me feels like maybe he's a psychic. I want to believe in... But, like, the other part of me... Like, I think the weird part about it... Well, she confronts him, and she's like, you're just reading body language. Right, but how do you get cricket out of body language? How do you get Or coconut, coconut extract. Or, like, he jumps out of bed, and he yells at the paralyzed guy, and he's like, it's not in your head, man. You can do it, you know? Yeah. So I he, I don't know the guy's doing something something's going on in that brain of his. I just think this was like a really weird choice for a character or for a patient because yeah. especially the way they do it, they it's almost as if they were like yeah he was having visions because he was he had whatever it was on his temporal lobe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think they just kind of I don't even know what they were trying to set up with this. Like, no, I feel like there's like a there's to the patients there's usually some like moral to the story. Like, each patient usually has, like, you know, present, prevent, uh, presents yeah. a problem that they need to solve. Well, but this I guess, guy like, didn't really, like, <laughs> present anything. The only thing he did was tell or get Izzy to call her mom and wish her a happy birthday. That yeah, he got Izzy to, yeah, that's true. Got but Izzy like, to call her mom and then um, made Christina think about her baby, I guess. Yeah, well, let's get into that. Is So Christina's helping this pregnant lady, and Christina herself is pregnant. And this pregnant lady has breast cancer, and I guess... It's a breast cancer that they can treat pretty easily, but if they treat it, the baby will die. So mm-hmm. the lady has to make a choice between herself and the baby. Yep. And Christina obviously has uh, her own opi- opinion because she's trying to uh, have her own abortion. Yeah, because at the beginning of the episode, Christina is in the, I'm assuming, Some like type the, of clinic. Yeah, like the, what is it, like the OBGYN or something? Yeah, I don't know. She's like in there, and they're talking about abortions. And she's, like, setting up a time and a date. And then, like, now she's coming across, like, all these patients who are, like, oh, you're pregnant. Or, oh, yeah, I have a baby, too. So she's starting to think about it more. And then, um, so I think that Christina was, like, Christina's, like, whole premise of the show is trying to convince the patient that getting rid of the baby was the best idea. But I think, like, she was just trying to convince herself that yeah, getting, that getting rid of the baby was the best idea because that's like what she's trying to do as well. So, yeah, but like she told her, like even if you keep the baby, your chances of survival like aren't going to increase. So, well, I thought she was, or even if you get rid of the baby, the chances of survival aren't going to increase. So but the but lady the was chances die regardless. For, no, I thought no, no, the lady was gonna die. No, they were like we can re- we can treat this and you can live, but if we treat this, your baby will die, and if we don't treat it, you will die. No, I'm 99% sure that in the show they said that even if they were, she would still probably end up dying. Huh. I guess I'll have to look it up later. I'm nine, I'm pretty sure that they said that Seth's she's giving me dying. this look like right now. He's like, don't fucking t- test me, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll fucking fight you. Because remember they were like, even if, because they were talking, they were trying to justify it because they said they were going to get rid of it and then they changed their minds and said they were going to keep it. And they said their rationale was that even if you kept the baby, you would never see her live past kindergarten. 
Yeah, because she would die of cancer. Wait, hold on. What else are they saying? That's what I'm saying, is that she would eventually die. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> but for some reason, I just, I don't understand. Yeah. It was weird. This lady had to make a weird choice, and it was like this whole symbolic thing for Christina. Yeah. And Christina gets all pissed off because the lady decides to, like, die. The lady, yeah, the lady and let the like, baby live. She's well, like, I'm going to get fat and happy instead of skinny and yeah, frail or weak. But I feel like cancer still makes you frail and weak whether or not you, like, get treated or not. Yeah. This is depressing. Sad stuff. So <laughs> that whole, like, arc with that lady was sad. It's yeah, like, it was just, you I know, can, you can, keep I can the tell, baby, dude, you look sad. Yeah, so you can keep the baby and die, or you can get rid of the baby and still might die. <laughs> you can either die, or, or you can both die, or... You can both die, you can die, we can, you can die later. It's like, either way, this lady's dying. Everybody dies, yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess that's like what life is like, but... Life is just one big waiting game for death. Damn. Sometimes I just lie awake contemplating my existence. Jesus, Seth. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so is there anything else that really happens in this episode? With, I mean, the paralyzed guy. The paralyzed guy, he, like, slowly started Oh, yeah, losing, there was a paralyzed guy. Like, he, I like, about him. slowly started losing, like, feeling yeah, so his body. It started with his feet, and then it went up to his thighs, and then his... Yeah, so Mer- <laughs> Meredith and McDreamy are, like, working with this guy who's losing his feeling. He's getting paralyzed, but it's, like, moving up its body. And at one point, my favorite part of this episode is uh, McDreamy's, like, uh, wiggle your toes. And he's like, okay, I'm wiggling them. He's like, am I wiggling my toes? Are they moving? <laughs> are <Yeah>. they moving? <laughs> and McDreamy's like, you know. no. I'm like, the whole time I was just... You're moving your toes. You would feel if you're moving your toes, yeah. right? I think so. I mean, I feel it when I do it. I'm doing it right now. So. I guess. I guess I've never been paralyzed. Yeah, I know. I. I guess I could. Fuck call this it. guy. He's wrong. He. He would feel his toes. So. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. You know what you're talking about. So I guess. And then McDreamy does this like. Eventually, the guy starts losing feeling in his arms and. Starts stabbing him with a needle. Yeah, McDreamy just pulls out a needle. He's like, "Can you feel this? Can you feel this? Can you feel this?" And he's like stabbing this dude with it's a like needle. Acupuncture. Yeah, and the guy can't feel it. And McDreamy's like, "I know exactly what it is." And he's, I guess, there's like a clot in his spine. And Meredith's like, "Cause they did an MRI and they couldn't find anything." And he's yeah, like, I'm opening him up. Yeah, and Meredith's like, "You can't just open him up." And he's like, "I'm a pro." I can just open well, this shit up and fix it. He ties it into their relationship. He yeah. says something like, "Well, you just you just never know," or something like that. Yeah. Because she's been trying to get him to like reveal information about himself, and he's like, "You just you just never know." Yeah. And then they they operate on the guy, and it turns out that McDreamy is right, and they save the dude's life, and he starts getting feeling at the end. Yep. And, and then at the very end of the episode, McDreamy takes Meredith to some nice plot of land. <laughs> Yeah, he's a, a home, lot of grass. He's a homesteader. <laughs> a lot of nice grass. <laughs> and she's like, where the fuck are we? <laughs> are you going to murder me? <laughs> he has his airstream. <laughs> yeah. And there's like just a trailer. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you know, this is where I live. I make cast iron skillet hamburgers. And oh, yeah. And I don't dance in public. Yeah. He's like, he just starts like spouting off like random facts about himself. And he's like, see, I'm being open and deep right now. Oh yeah, and I also live in that airstream right there. That's why I. <laughs> that's why I've been bumming off it. Yeah, it's cozy. You at your house. <laughs> yeah, this. This why I've been staying with you. I don't like my place. I didn't really want to bring you back to my airstream for the first time we had sex. <laughs> hey, you want to come back to my trailer? <laughs> yeah. So now Meredith's all allured with him. She's like, oh, she's yeah. head over freaking stethoscope. She's for like, this guy. guy is so fucking great. So. Then we get to the next episode. And well, we, for, we forgot to mention oh, the fact that O'Malley went on a date. Oh, with yeah. The nurse, yeah. What was her name? It was like Olivia or something? Who cares? I think it was Olivia. Redhead nurse girl. Redhead lady nurse. And that transitions us right into the beginning of the episode. The camera pans into Meredith, Izzy, and O'Malley's bathroom. And it goes on some sexy feet and some sexy legs. And I'm like, oh. I was like, ooh, are we going to get some uh, Catherine Heigl in the bathroom right now? Catherine Heigl action? Oh, yeah. 
And Catherine <laughs> turns out those sexy legs were O'Malley. <laughs> <laughs> he does have some uh, nice legs. He's got some. He's got some nice legs. Too bad they don't have any hair on him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe he's Jason. And he's reading a book that says itches, rashes, and burns or something like that. Yeah, he's uh, checking out his junk. Yeah, so... Izzy accuses him of uh, playing with Pete and the two boys. Yeah, and... What she call it? Like some, some weird. But Izzy knocks on the door, and she's like, are you done in there? And he's like, I, I'm uh, I'm doing stuff with my stuff and stuff. And Izzy's like, oh, I get it. You, uh, you're, you're having a little bit of uh, O'Malley's happy time. O'Malley time. O'Malley time. Yeah, so... Everyone thinks that O'Malley's jacking off, but really O'Malley, O'Malley has and the Sith. Dick. He's got the Sith. Yep. And so that's he, fun. He um. He tell well. I don't think he tells anybody at first. I think he's just well. Yeah, he tells Alex. Oh yeah. Well, Alex is the one who tells him he has the Sith. Well, he asks. He tell. He asks Alex about. It. He goes, "Hey, what's up with my what's up with my junk?" Yeah, and Alex and is like, like "All right, out. drop, drop the, do- drop your drawers." So he drops Trow, and um, he he looks at his junk <laughs> Alex, for like two minutes, dude. Not even. He's no, just I like, know. I was just saying like, it's a hyperbole. He looked okay. at it for like a, a rather long time before he came up with some medical. But he was just like, "You got the sif," and he shoulder slaps him and walks away. Yeah, and it was like almost weird how well O'Malley knew what syphilis looked like. You mean Alex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, did I say oh, Alex? You said O'Malley. Oh. Well, I knew who you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. I meant Alex. <laughs> yeah, so, so Alex knows what syphilis looks like. Yeah. And O'Malley's like, what so the fuck Chase. do I do? Uh, hey, man. Uh, <laughs> STDs are a serious thing. All so right. O'Malley right. wants to get it confirmed, so he uh, draws blood, takes it to the lab. And they're like, you got syphilis for sure. And so he tells, well, he doesn't tell Izzy. Izzy, doesn't, Izzy, Izzy walks in. snatches his, his paperwork. Yeah. And takes his stuff, and she's like, yeah, I got syphilis. And then he's like, oh. And so, I got syphilis from Olivia, from the girl that I might one day like really like at some point. Yeah, they went on one date, and he's like, I really love her. I mean, like her. But it was super weird. Yeah, so she, he's like trying to figure out whether or not he should tell her. And then finally they have like this weird meetup in the... In the hallway or Dude, the walkway or whatever. The staircase hallway place is like the place where everybody has really serious relationship discussions. Oh, I know, yeah. That's like their thing. It's like their water cooler. I feel like there's... It's like got, a couch on Friends. I feel like theoretically there has to be some point where like, somebody's having a serious relationship talk out in the hallway and then another couple comes in to have their serious relationship talk and they're like, oh... Oh, you guys are having your relationship talk oh, right now? sorry. Okay, we'll come back later. Well, yeah. We'll have our relationship talk later. We'll put our name on the list. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> yeah. So, that's fun. Yeah, so he's, like, trying to decide whether or not to tell her, and then he meets up with her in the hallway. They start making out, and he says it's a good time for her to just, uh, good time for um, her to just start making out with him. And then he's like, oh, I need to tell you this and all this, and he starts fumbling with his words. And then all of a sudden he goes... Hey, I have syphilis. And she runs away. She runs away because he told her, like, hey, I haven't been with anybody in a while before you. So, like, he's, like, hinting at the fact that it wasn't him, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Unless he's, like, fucking his bath mat or something. You never know, dude. I heard it feels good. (laughs) (laughs) I have a friend. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I heard it. I've never tried it. My buddy told me it's fun. Yeah, I I know a guy. Yeah. Uh, So that's interesting. And then it gets out that... He has syphilis, and everybody... Everybody knows. Apparently, everybody has syphilis in this. Yeah, it was an epidemic. Everybody just starts coming down with it. It was like the influenza. My favorite part was that the surgeons had to have the talk about using condoms. Yeah, I know, right? Like that they, was super fucking weird. Like, they haven't had enough medical advice given to Dude, them or learned And it was, like, fifth grade when they... T- you know, when you have the talk at school. Goodness gracious. You guys were talking about putting on condoms in fifth grade? Dude, we got the talk early at my school. Yeah. Guys... I, but it just reminded me of fifth grade when the old ass nurse comes in and she like plays the video and then she's like, all right, now I'm going to show you how you put on a, a condom with a banana. And she's like, 
Get shaky that? hands, you know. <laughs> yeah. She can't even do like, it herself, and you're like, oh, again. Yeah, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, man, I feel like my grandma's teaching me about how to put a condom on right now. Fun fact, my grandma actually did teach me how to put on a condom. Nice. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's not kidding. I wish I was. <laughs> yeah, so uh, then at the very end of the episode, O'Malley finds out from Olivia that she was uh, seeing somebody else right before him. And that uh, somebody else was the syphilis expert himself, Alex. Alex Karev. Nice. I forgot his last name. So O'Malley fucking tackles him. Yeah, socks him. Socks him right in the face for giving him syphilis. He's like, this is for the syphilis, you dirty dog. Yeah, and for banging the girl that O'Malley, O'Malley may one day really kind of like. Yeah, she wasn't bad looking. I mean, she was kind of plain. She was yeah. a lamp. She looked like O'Malley if O'Malley was a woman. Yeah. Yeah. It, that, you know, that's matching hypothesis. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. We seek people who are the same physical attractiveness as us. <laughs> sure. That was on my midterm this morning. Hey. So, that was cool. And then, oh, yeah, Izzy and Christina um, have that old dude who's drunk. Or, well. <laughs> Izzy's, like, taking <laughs> the old dude who's drunk. Right. No, so they take this guy and who has, like, a big old belly. Looks like a beer belly, so I mean yeah. he's an alcoholic, so one might assume it's a beer belly. But his wife was like, "I told him that nobody gets fat this fast." So they go in there and they're they start draining him. Yeah, this it's I guess it's just full fluid. Yeah, which it's is pretty full fucking fluids gross. And stuff. And my favorite part of the whole episode is when she's like, "Oh, are you sleeping?" And she taps him, <laughs> and it turns out he's dead. You know? My question is. Why is he not hooked up to one of those like heart monitor things? I don't know, dude. I thought maybe they didn't. I think maybe they just thought it wasn't that serious. I guess, but he's fucking dead. It turned out he had like liver problems, failure or something. Or something. Yeah, yeah, he died. So well, they do a illegal autopsy on yeah, him. Yeah, they don't do that um, legally. And they are they pull out his heart, and it's like six hundred milligrams or kilograms or meters. And they get they caught use. by Bailey. Yeah, she's so, like, what the fuck are you guys doing in here? And they're like, uh, so they, uh. They went to tell the family, like, hey, you know, like, he died. We want to do an autopsy. And the daughter's being, like, a total freaking psycho. And she's like, no, don't do it. He's finally out of our lives. Like, it's over. Let's just leave. And I'm like, dang, dude. If <laughs> if my kids were to treat me like that, I'd well, I, I wouldn't know because I'd be dead. But I'd probably be shaking my head from wherever I'm at after I die. I'd be throwing thunderbolts from the sky. I know. When I become reincarnated as a freaking horse, I'll kick her. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they don't want to do the autopsy. So they say her, uh, Izzy and Christina say, all right, all right, well, while um, Bailey's busy doing some other stuff, uh, let's go do the autopsy. So they go and do an illegal autopsy, and they find out this dude's heart is, like, massive. What was it, 600 grams or something? Yeah, I can't remember the technical like, I don't know metric either. unit that they used, but it was 600 It was something. a lot. Yeah, it was a big old Big, old, big old heart. He had a lot of love. Full of love. And, uh, and I guess they find out that it was like a genetic disorder, and mm-hmm. they end up saving the daughter who was being yeah. a jerk's life. Bailey comes in, and she's yelling at him, saying it's illegal, that they're going to get fired. She's going to get fired. She's going to lose her license. And then they say, you know, they tell her, like, oh, yeah, look what we found. And then they tell the daughter, like, hey, we found this rare. Well, I don't know if it was rare, but they found this condition that we could save your life with. And the daughter's like, wow, thank you. And then they sign the papers, and everybody's free. Yeah. Everybody's good to go. And uh, then uh, what happens at, What happens next? Well. What else is going on? Uh, Weber is doing a surgery. Oh, yeah. And he starts losing his sight. Weber starts losing his sight. Yeah. Weber gets a little bitchy. He's like, hey, where are these fucking lights? <laughs> He's like, where are the fucking lights? <laughs> That's probably the My favorite part where he say. says that, after he says that, the lady just grabs the light and like... It was Meredith, yeah. Oh, I guess Meredith grabs it and she just moves it like the slightest amount. He's By like... ball hair, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Just moves it like a ball, and then he asked for something. What looked like a giant, like, <laughs> like a giant, just metal spoon. Spoon me, and he drops it, and he's he he's like, I need to get the fuck out of here, and he just <laughs> leaves. And's like Bailey, you can do it. Bailey, take over. I'm and Bailey's like, uh, thank you for the opportunity. So Bailey <laughs> starts. So Bailey starts doing the surgery. 
I don't know why I said that. That's not like it's like a crucial part of the no. story. No. Anyway, so, <laughs> anyway, so he tells uh, Shepard, he's like, hey, man, like there's something wrong with me. And he's like, but don't tell anybody. You know how the rumor mill goes. And they do an MRI, and he ends up having a tumor that's uh, on his optic nerve. Yeah, it's like on the brain. Yeah, so. Like part of the brain or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and so he wants to do like a secret surgery so that none of the other attendings, uh, attendees, whatever, I don't know how to. Freaking dudes. I don't know. All the, not, and dudettes. Like, just all the in-charge doctors that could take his place. Yeah, so that's where Bailey was when Izzy and Christina were doing the autopsy. Yeah. Just, just to go full circle there. Oh, yeah. So, Shepard gets Meredith and Bailey gets basically the all the cool people in the, uh, in the hospital. And they do a secret surgery the on... Um, Weber. Weber, while everybody else is getting the condom talk. Yeah, and um, that's... What is Alex? Alex and... Um, Alex and Burke are doing the uh, ovary guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I've so, seen that guy before. I like that actor. I feel like that was Don Cheadle. No, it's definitely not Don Cheadle. Is it Don? Don Cheadle is, the, is War Machine, bro. That's Iron Man's boy. Yeah, that's Don Cheadle. That was not Don Cheadle. All right, we're looking... That was not Don Cheadle. Grave. Dude, Don Don Cheadle. Here we go. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Don Cheadle, was it? Damn it. Yeah. Who I the know fuck was I it? know who Don Cheadle is. Come on. Who's the guy in Grey's Anatomy? Dude, that guy's in a lot of stuff and he looks like Don Cheadle. He's the you know who that guy is? He's the principal in uh Mean Girls. Yeah, he is. Is he? Yeah, he yeah. that guy definitely is. He's on here um, now. We know who he is. He's on. Um, have you ever seen Benchwarmers? Yeah, of course. He's one of the coaches. Yeah, he is. What does he say? He goes something like he says something like, "Oh yeah, he's not twelve or whatever." And they slide him. Tim Meadows is, is that his him? Name. I've never is that even the same guy. I have never heard his name in my entire life, but yeah, that's him. His name is Tim Meadows. Let me see a pic. This is a terrible pic of him. That's him. That's him. Yeah. Yeah. Tim Meadows. So Don Cheadle, I mean, <laughs> Burke and Alex are, are working on Tim Meadows, a.k.a. Ball Guy. A.k.a. Burke's best friend from college. Burke Boys. Burke Boys. <laughs> Burke Boys in the He's house. an OG Burke Boy. <laughs> yeah, he's OG Burke Boy. So he's got some pain or something going on? Yeah, something going on with his junk. Yeah. Everybody's got some junk issues. So they do some MRIs or CT scans, something Whatever they use to take pictures of, I thought they paint. put a thing up as. Maybe they put a thing up as pee hole too. As urethra for those technical. I don't know what happened. They, I know they took pictures of stuff. Yeah, and so they were looking at his balls and junk. And turns out that, well, first Alex is like, "Yo, that looks like an ovary," and then Doctor Burke's like, "Hey, take this job seriously, Alex. This isn't a place where you make jokes about men's genitalia." And then, yeah. and then, bitch. Immediately after that, O'Malley comes in and is like, "Yeah, uh, you're not gonna believe this, Doctor Burke." And Burke finds out that it was an ovary, which was pretty funny. He's a hermaphrodite. And uh, so they operate on his friend, and turns out that his friend, whose wife is also pregnant. Side note. Yeah, it's pretty a important. Parent, yeah, we we like got so caught up in the part where he has an ovary that we, we got forgot so the part. Caught up in Don Cheadle. We, yeah, and Don and fucking Don Cheadle. <laughs> this is all his fault. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah, so his wife's pregnant or whatever. They're checking out his junk. They find out he's got an ovary, but they start doing surgery and take it away, Chase. And uh, they find out that uh, I'm just gonna call him Don Cheadle. I don't even care. They find out that Don Cheadle, aka Tim Meadows, aka Burke's best friend, Burke boys. OG. <laughs> All right, tell us. Tell us. He's sterile and that he could never, ever have children, yeah. which means that that baby festering inside of his wife's womb is not his. Yeah, poor, poor guy. Tough break. And so Burke is at this weird spot where he has to like figure that shit out. Does he tell his best friend that it's not his kid, or does he just let his best friend enjoy the fact that he's going to get to raise a child. So, hypothetical. What's up? You tell your you find out your boy's girl's pregnant 
and the kid's not his. Are you telling him or not? Fuck yeah. I'm telling him. Yeah, dude. Because Burke, Burke was like, like, he was like kind of agreeing with his wife at first. No. You think he always thought he was going to tell yeah, him? Yeah, dude. Burke was like, are you fucking kidding me, yeah, bro? Yeah, you can't not tell the Burke boys. I'm his best friend. He's like, he's he's a Burke boy. If Burke For those of life. you who can't see, which would be all of anybody who's listening. Yeah, literally everybody. I just watched face. Seth try to throw a piece of trash into the trash can. And whiffed so bad first of that all, he might as well ha- be compared to Andre Robertson. First of all, that Robertson. piece of trash that I just threw was like oblong shit. That was the most garbage shot I have seen Go in Go pick it up and you try to make it. Not only did I miss, but I also shot left-handed with a piece that was not balled How up. How do I know you're not a lefty? You know. I don't know that. You know. I don't pay attention to what hand you use to write and jack off with. Well, you should. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Anyways, so I don't even remember what's he what's he end up doing. Does he? Tell oh yeah, him? he tells him. He goes, as his friend, I'm not gonna tell him, but as his doctor, I have to. I gotta tell him. Yeah. And so, hashtag Burke boys. He tells him. And then what's Don Cheadle do? I don't remember. Tim Meadows. A.K.A. bald guy. He wasn't bald. You have been saying A.K.A. bald guy. What? I never once said bald guy. Dude, you literally said A.K.A. bald guy. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, you did. I didn't say bald guy. <laughs> yeah, you did. What? Yeah. I said A.K.A. Tim Meadows. No, before that, earlier. Maybe bald guy? Maybe you said bald guy. I don't remember saying We'll just bald cut guy. all this out, too. Let me do myself. Fuck is that? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that was that um that was that O'Malley moan. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what was that moan when they put the needle uh-huh. in his ass for the syphilis? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah, for, we forgot to talk about that. So at the end they're giving O'Malley penicillin. I thought you put penicillin where it's a, the affected area is. No, have you never had strep throat? I have had strep throat. They just but give you penicillin pills, bro. They didn't give O'Malley penicillin pills. They gave him a pen- penicillin shot in his yeah, ass. Probably like, oh, this guy's a doctor. He can take it in the ass. Say penicillin pills five times fast. Penicillin pills, penicillin pills, penicillin pills, penicillin pills, penicillin pills, penicillin pills. Fuck. All right. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, take that. Bitch. <laughs> hey, fuck you. <laughs> so, I guess they're giving him a penicillin shot in his ass. Oh, he got it in the ass. <laughs> yeah, he got it deep in the ass. <laughs> and apparently it just turns into a group, like, let's watch O'Malley get penicillin in his ass, and everybody's making fun of him. Apparently O'Malley has a cute butt, according to the females of his group. What do you take a compliment like, all right, Let's just say, hypothetically, you have a friend, right? Mm-hmm. And she's a girl that you like. Mm-hmm. But she definitely does not like you. But then so she's like, hey. basically my everyday life. <laughs> and then she's like, hey, you have a cute butt. Like, what? how do you interpret that? I'm interpreting it as you are comfortable enough with me to tell me that I have a cute butt, which tells me that you don't like me. Wow. Like, if she didn't like it, or if she did like him like that, she probably wouldn't have said anything out of this, you know. Yeah, you would have been, like, things awkward or something. she would have been, like, bite my lip. She would have been, like. Sexy eyebrow. Um, interesting. You know, they, she probably wouldn't talk to a professional. She'd be like, oh, your buttocks are nice. <laughs> yeah, this is a, this is a uh, healthy. Nice gluteus maximus. Very healthy, healthy butt. <laughs> <laughs> this is a healthy uh, glute. I'm only touching it because I have to. Sorry. Not because I want to. Even though I would. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. <laughs> Don't touch the butt. <laughs> Hashtag finding Nemo. <laughs> so what else goes on? They do that's pretty much it, right? I'm trying to think. Oh. So then Meredith has to uh watch over Weber because they're not sure if he's gonna wake up blind or not. Oh, yeah. And Meredith and McDreamy have, like, a really deep conversation about oh, yeah, life she, and stuff. She, well, she tells him that her mom is Alzheimer's. Yeah. Well, has Alzheimer's. And so that she's been be lying to cover it up because her mom doesn't want anybody to know. Mm-hmm. And they start making out. 
And then I don't know if they make out. I think they just hugged like really intimately. No, they definitely made out because Weber wakes up and it's like, "Are you fucking kidding me, bro?" Wow. The bro. one rule we have in this hospital is that you can't fuck your boss. The only rule is there are no rules. <laughs> What's that from? I don't know. Fight Club? No, that's the only rule. No. Is the only rule. No, is there's it? like a lot of rules in Fight Club. And the first rule, you're breaking. Talking about Fight Club. They even talk about Fight Club in this episode. They do. They talk about Fight Club in the episode because they say, like, it's like Fight Club. You can't talk about it. Yeah. Nice, nice. Full circle again. Full circle. We'll put in a ham horn later on. So that, that could be one of our mixes. Yeah. Ham horns. Yeah. We gotta throw in ham horns at least once for this. At least five times. <laughs> one let's just throw in one every ten minutes. Every time we say syphilis. <laughs> what is it? Is is the clap is that like a nickname for syphilis? The clap? I feel like the clap is, uh, what's the other one? Isn't there one with a C? Chlamydia. Is it? Oh, yeah, it's probably chlamydia. It's probably yeah. chlamydia. I didn't even the think clap. about chlamydia. Ugh. Not that I just think about chlamydia <laughs> regularly, but. Sometimes I get texts in, like, the middle of the night from Seth, and he's like, what are your thoughts on chlamydia? Do you think I have chlamydia? And I send him a picture of my junk. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, but thanks. Chase stares at it intensely for, like, Three minutes before responding, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but nice. <laughs> no, but were you thinking about me? Okay. <laughs> yeah, so. No, but nice. <laughs> so they're like freaking out because now Weber's on their ass about it. And they're down in the lobby talking. And the other thing that we should know before we get to uh, the big reveal is that uh, Shepard's been getting like all these calls all day, and all day Meredith's like, "Who's the fuck calling him?" Like, I thought it was the other way around. What's going on? No, I th- I thought it was Meredith's phone too, but it it was Shepard's. And Meredith's like, "Why does he keep like ignoring this call? That's not like him to ignore a phone call." And they're in the lobby, and some lady who looks extremely affluent walks up to them, and she's like, "Hello, uh." What's his first name? Derek. Derek, whatever. Hello, Derek. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck. He's like, Meredith, I'm so sorry. When when your side chick meets your main chick. I hate when that happens, dude. <laughs> All the time. All the time. It sucks. It's the you worst. You know what the worst part about that is? Actually having to get two women to like you. <laughs> That's the worst part? Correct. <laughs> it's like lying to people. No, lying is easy. Getting two... Two women to be actually interested and have wanting to have a relationship with you. That's the, the hardest part. The hard part is actually making people like part, you. Yeah, the hard part is actually getting into the relationship. The, the hard part is actually getting girls to get you hard. Well, I don't have any problems, if you know what I mean. I'm not. I meant like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. For the record, I have no e- ED. <laughs> if you, if, if it's for a friend though, if anybody has a Viagra prescription, hit me up. Hit me up. <laughs> HMU, bro. Hit my line, dog. Hit my. I'll line. take Cialis if I have to. <laughs> hit my line. Yeah. So leave a comment below. <laughs> yeah. So he's um. What? Where are we even at? We're at the very end, and she's like, oh, you must be the bitch that's fucking my wife. Or my... Wow, I fucked that up. Wait, hold on, hold on. Okay. And then McDreamy's wife is like, so you must be the woman who's fucking my husband. Boom. Boomba. (laughs) Boomba. Boomba. (laughs) (laughs) And Meredith's like, oh, shit, what? Uh." Yeah, dude, the look on her face was like, I don't know whether to cry or to cry some more. Like, and McDreamy is just all, yeah. He's like, hello, Addison. Yeah, he's just like, whatever. Like, hello, Addison. He's like, another day, another t- another uh, moment I have to deal with my fucking wife. Another day, another wife. But, um, so that leaves us. What uh, did you think of that, dude? Like, how did that change your opinion of McDreamy? 
I don't know. I think there's going to be something that happens that reveals, like, I don't know, they're divorced but just haven't signed papers or something. So, like, she's just messing with her or something like that. Yeah, it definitely feels like one of those, uh, it feels like one of those, oh, the season's over, we're going to leave, like, a big... Yeah, they need a cliffhanger. Cliffhanger question. Let's... I think McDreamy is too perfect to do anything like that. Yeah, McDreamy likes fairy boats. Why would he lie to Meredith about being married? But the the I dude likes know, fairy even, boats. Even if he wasn't married to her, or was married to her, or something, or I don't still know. is, but they're split up. Yeah, I don't know. Like, why wouldn't you just sit, tell Meredith? I don't know. That might be like one of I don't know. Maybe the second things you tell her besides your name, like you know, hey, I'm. Eric, I used to be married, or something like that. You know. <laughs> so hypothetically speaking, if we're bo- if we were both divorced at some point in our lives, when we try to get back out there, should, we should be like, "Hi, my name's Chase, and I am divorced." <laughs> <laughs> it defines who you are, bro. Yeah. So it's not it's not who you are, but the things you do that define you. Seth coming in hot with those Marvel. Fucking quotes. No, I think that was DC. that was Batman. That was Batman Begins. I don't I'm, know if that's the exact quote. I'm Batman. This city just showed you it's full of people ready to believe in you. Can I do my Joker impersonation? Because that's it. my best one. <laughs> you even got the lip smacks. My father was a drinker and a fiend. One day he comes home crazier than usual. Oh, did he really got to sell the crazier part? <laughs> crazier than usual. Crazier than usual. And then my mother grabs the kitchen knife to protect herself. He doesn't like that. Not one bit. <laughs> and he takes the knife to her, laughing as he does it. And then he turns to me, and he asks me, Why so serious? Riveting. Now do Batman. Let's have a Batman-Joker conversation. Hi, Batman. I just wanted to ask you, Harvey Dent. What do you think about Rachel's vagina? Can we trust that? <laughs> Harvey Dent. What's the difference between you and me, huh? Who gives you the right? <laughs> I'm not the one wearing hockey pants. I'm not wearing hockey pants. Dude, Christian Bale sounds like, like, when you look at him, like, in the movie and, like, hear him talk, he sounds like he's fucking out of breath, like, the entire movie. He's like, <sighs> What's I'm up not. with his fucking lips yeah, in that dude, movie? Yeah, dude, he's like, I'm not, I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> he looks like he's got tar. Do you know what tardive dyskinesia is? Fuck no. <laughs> it's like a disease. It's like a dis- some type of thing in your face where you lose control of the muscles. Christian Bale has tardive dyskinesia just in his lips. He's just like, uh, I'm nowhere in hockey band. <laughs> where are they? Where's Rachel? I had a wife. She was beautiful, just like you. <laughs> She told me I'm too serious. Like I had a smile mole. She had a gambling problem, and she gets it in with the sharks. And of course, you know we didn't have any money, so we carved her face up. We didn't have any money to pay for the surgeries, and I just wanted her to know that I didn't care about the scars. And one day, I took a razor and put it in my mouth, and I do this to my face. And you know what? She can't stand the sight of me. But now, I see the funny side. I'm Molly smiling. <laughs> you know we're cutting all of this. Right? How did that sound? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Can we please get a fucking Bane impersonation in here? Oh, dude, I need like a cup or something. Here. I'll chug this right now. Dude, fucking slam it, bruh. This, like, opening is really weird. Yeah, I know. It's like, 
it's like wants to fit over your nose, but it can't fit over your nose. So it's like, what do I do with my face? I'm like, if I, <laughs> what do I do with my face? And while like I'm drinking put, water. I'm like trying to open my mouth really wide, but when I do that, then I can't chug it. Like, what am I doing with my face? Bro, I saw that video of you in Napa, bro. You took that beard down in point one second. I'm a god. It's like you did. It's like it didn't even touch your like your cheeks, bro. Like the inside of your cheeks, it just went straight to the back of the throat. Dude, I challenge. I'm putting this on the internet. Anybody thinks they can beat me in a chug? Chase chug challenge. They fucking can't. We're I'm cr- like the Steph Curry challenge. You can't beat me. <laughs> I'm a, the fucking best. I'm coining it the Chase chug challenge. Yeah, dude. They all begin with CH. Yeah. Chase Chug Challenge. Chase Chug Challenge. The Triple CH. I'm here to fulfill Roselle Goose destiny. Here. I'm going to try it. So I, for the record, Seth really hates my impersonation, but. Uh... <laughs> Sound like an old guy trying to, like, <laughs> take a piss. Like, oh. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the quote. I can't even remember it now. It's like, uh, let me see. Don't just what was the cool quote that he has? Which one? The There's one where he tells a story them. about like where he's from. He's like, I was born in the darkness. There we go. I was born in the darkness. Born in <laughs> Sounds like it pains you to I say this. It pains Bane to talk too, Seth. No, that's right. Where's the mask? I had a conversation about this. I was, I was just a boy before I saw the light, and by then it was only blinding. Like we had a conversation about this yesterday. So we were talking about how Bane, the Kristen, tried to say that Bane was disabled. And I was like, no, he wasn't. He's like the fucking epitome of able-bodied. The <laughs> motherfucker is Tom Hardy. He's motherfucking Tom Hardy, dude. Like the guy is the fucking epitome of. Just life in general. Like, look at him. He's not, and I was like, the he's reason, disabled. I was like, the he's reason literally he, the most ripped person yeah. on the planet. My like, dude, the only reason that he had that mask is a mask is pain. Yeah, it was like a pain thing, and, and Batman had to break it so he could hurt him. Yeah. First, you will watch your shitty bird, and then, after its destruction, you have my permission. <laughs> Seth, in the Bane voice, please tell me how many, how long you have practiced that for. <laughs> I have been practicing this voice since I was a senior in high school. <laughs> I'm here to fulfill Rosalgo's destiny. We're cutting all of this. Do I feel like I could voice Bane without like needing like any CGI? All right, do it. No, I'm I'm saying like if I were to be like if like if, if it, you had a cup, <laughs> like if I was like in the movie itself, like you know what I'm saying, like I wouldn't need CGI to do it. I feel like why I would you need it. CGI to voice something? That's what they did. Tom Hardy, they cut all of his mute voice out and they dubbed it in. Tom Hardy was literally a body actor in that movie, but he, it was his voice still. He well, he was talking, and then they cut it no, out. No, but and put that's still in. his voice. They just fucking dubbed it. The re- yeah, well, the reason why they did that Sound was because the mask. Like, covered, muffled his voice too much. They couldn't even pick it up with mics. They couldn't pick it up with mics! <laughs> you fucked that up. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. The fire rises! Did we start the fire? Ryan started the fire! <laughs> <laughs> If I take that mask off, would it kill you? It would be extremely painful. Yeah. Nobody cared who I was until I put on the mask. Say something else over that, too. I don't know. I got a fart. Chase has to fart. You ready for it? <laughs> Seth, is this okay? Are you okay with this? You With what? Me farting right now? You gotta be yourself, bro. Oh, nope, that's a poop. <laughs> you better go check your drawers. JK, not Dude. sure what it is. <laughs> Don't know what just happened to my ass right now. <laughs> what just happened to my ass? <laughs> just had a pseudo fart. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Pseudo 
I'm still pissed off about that Bane being disabled shit. All right, one sec. Let's just get through this. Why did you say one sec? Like it's like people are listening. <laughs> one sec, people. <laughs> Wait, hold, hold we're on. live right now. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, um. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Hey, does that thing go red when like you talk too loud? Yeah. Does it really? Yeah. I never knew that until right now. Yabo. Dabo. Yabo. Yabo. I'm not really sure what it means, but what I know it means is when you hit a home run. But it also is like, yeah, boy. So, like, you can just use it for anything, basically. Like, yabo. Yabo. Yeah, oh, the fart's here now. Do yourself, bro. Whoa. <laughs> sound like a fucking dirt bike, dude. Sorry. <laughs> I hope that doesn't smell. Yeah, we're in an enclosed room. I'll put my face in my fucking blue raspberry soaked shirt. <laughs> you always knew it would come in handy. <laughs> it was like a fucking chloroform rag. Just blue raspberry. <laughs> Imagine if you were trying to kidnap somebody today <laughs> and you grabbed the wrong rag. You're like, oh, sorry, that was blue raspberry. <laughs> I spilled my blue raspberry creatine on this. By the way, how does it smell? It smells, it smells really nice. <laughs> Can I go now? Oh, it smells like Chinese food. Is that what you had for lunch? No. Oh, yeah, the chicken strips. Dude, fucking chicken strips guy was in here today. Yeah, I know you had to wait there for like fucking seven minutes. What time yeah. is it? It's 5.15. Fuck. I don't know when we started recording, but... We started recording like 3.30, to be honest. Yeah. All right, let's just wrap this bi- bad bitch up. Let's just suck it. So, yeah. McDreamy fucked over Meredith. Not cool. Yeah, McDreamy was in the wrong on that one. Like we were discussing earlier, if um you had or if you guys were married or weren't married or divorced or something, like at this point in your relationship, you should have just told Meredith. Yeah. She seems like a pretty understanding, you know, girl. She seems like she probably wouldn't have freaked out, freaked out. Is freak freak? Is that past tense? Is yeah, that proper? Freak. Yeah, she probably wouldn't have freaked out, but You don't even have to say out. You can just be like she wouldn't have freaked. Yeah, she wouldn't have freaked. Freak a leak. Sounds so, nice, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, so Meredith is like lost in the world right now. She doesn't know what's going on. Her world just fell apart because she was she had literally just met his his freaking airstream and now they're at the end of their relationship. I don't know if I'm assuming their relationship's in there. Yeah. At least, yeah. At least until wife leaves. I have no idea. That was like the end of the episode. So that was like the end of the season. Yeah, and so that's the end, end of, of our season. Yeah, so that, that's like literally like the culmination of everything that we've been waiting for, and I feel like yeah. it was a big ass letdown. So uh, honestly, I'm like, I don't even know if I like any of these characters anymore. The thing about the thing about that I'm feeling at the end of the first season, I expected somebody to be dead, like one of them. Is yeah, like dead. I'm not gonna say that like I was expecting like Game of Thrones level shit, but like. I've been hearing from my girlfriend and like a bunch of other people that watch Grey's Anatomy. They're like, they kill a ton of people in this show. You're like, don't get too connected to anybody. And then in the first season, I'm just like, what? At the end of the first season, I'm really I'm not really connected to anybody. Like Meredith has had her moments. Meredith is just annoying. Meredith has had her moments where I'm like, oh, she's kind of cool. But also, like, she also has those moments where I'm like, dude, like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Christina is a fucking asshole. Dude, I thought Christina was going to be cool like at the Me beginning too. of the season like cuz she rode a motorcycle and Me shit too. as she pointed out. But like now like she's getting abortions and like treating her friends like crap. Like dude, those hey, don't go hand in hand. Let's not shame. Let's not shame abortions, man. People freedom of choice. Freedom of choice. Sad. So, um We're not a pro-life pod- podcast. <laughs> That sounds really controversial. <laughs> Let's just cut this all out. Let's just cut all of this out. Yeah, so I'm not a fan of Christina at this point either. She's like she's like she's freaking like... yelling at her friends and killing patients and stuff. Well, I don't know if she kills any patients. I'm just I'm just saying. Like she's being mean. She just seems like she would kill patients. She just has that I'm Fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> she's being total she's being totally mean. Like McDreamy is a cheater. Yeah, McDreamy's cheating. Freaking uh, Alex gives people syphilis. Yeah, Alex is syphilis given. Burke is Burke Bur- Burke's actually alright. Burke's Banging Christina. <laughs> oh well, he's still cool. Yeah, he's alright. And Bailey's Bailey's cool. cool too. Bailey hasn't done anything. We're team yet. Bailey and Burke. We're the team bees. Burke bees. <laughs> Burke bees. Burke, Burke bay. <laughs> the Burke bays. We're the Burke bays. Burke bays. 
So who else? I mean, Alex I gave people syphilis. O'Malley is a fucking wussy. Yeah, dude. Honestly, I feel like I could beat O'Malley's ass. <laughs> I kind of want to. I'm like, <laughs> I feel like if him and I were to like just like cross paths on the courtyard or like on the schoolyard or something, and he dogged me, I'd just knock his ass out, snake him, bro, just snake him. <laughs> if he dogged me, <laughs> dogged just me, knock the... <laughs> his ass out, <laughs> dogged me on the schoolyard. Yeah, know? like just looks at me wrong, just ah, and then. Izzy's Izzy, all right. Izzy gets so emotionally attached to her patients. Yeah. It's, it's like emotionally exhausting. Dude, I don't like the thing. The problem I have with Izzy is she is like the most stereotypical basic like chick. Like, I don't know, like just her level of I'm gonna emotional cut that. connection. Let me say it again. Izzy is the most stereotypical basic woman. <laughs> chick can be derogatory. Izzy just gets so emotionally attached and it's like so exhausting because she like. Like, you're, like, trying to keep up, like, with what's going on with the show, but you're also, like, well, damn, Izzy's gonna, you know, do something to try and, I don't even know where I'm going with that, whatever. Yeah. Fuck something up. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that. Anyway, but Izzy just gets too emotionally attached, and it pisses it's me annoying. off. It's annoying, yeah. Nothing much more to it. Um. Yeah, we basically just hate everybody at the end of the season, except for Burke and Bake. Weber, I'm trying to think, do we miss anybody? Weber, Weber was being kind of. He's an just asshole. a guy, but he's just a guy. I, I mean, think he's just a, a dude. I mean, he's a he's a chief. He's got to be an asshole, you know. He's not there to make friends. Huh? He's a, he's the fucking man. He's there to save lives. It's his job. And yell at people. Where's my fucking light? Yeah. What? <laughs> Some of these lights. Where's my fucking light? Yeah. So that's pretty much it. For, yeah. I mean, if if we're missing anything. And we come across it, I'll definitely probably just not say it. Yeah, so uh, that's the end of Bros Anatomy season one. I don't know if we're going to be back for a season two. Seth and I got some other ideas in the chamber. Here's the thing this is what I'm thinking. Like, Grey's Anatomy is cool. Let's be real. I like Grey's Anatomy in the sense that it's like it's entertaining. We're a couple of bras. Here's the thing about, here's the thing about it. What, we need to do like a current show. I don't want to watch a show. What do you want to do? I want to talk about life. I have a similar. I have a lot of life stories, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, we get in here, we talk about like news and life. We can talk about we cr- crack jokes. We get other people in here to make fun of them. We can talk. We can bully people. Oh my goodness, this is amazing. <laughs> so oh I, my I like. I think that we could do something like where we just bullshit, like. Yeah, put this on. Put this on the airwaves. Yeah, like Chase and Seth, bullshit. <laughs> We're gonna be like the just view, a but... couple of guys shooting the shit. <laughs> Chase and Seth shoot the shit. <laughs> That's the title. Everyone's like, "Who the fuck is Chase and Seth?" <laughs> yeah, I know. This whole entire time, we they thought my name is Chase, and my name is Seth. Yeah. So I mean, I think that's can... how that's that's our DJ name. So yeah, my name is DJ Chasing. Mine is uh, DJ Seth Allen. I think we're that... gonna cut this out too. Yeah, I know, dude. I I think we could do something like where we talk about real life. I have a lot of life stories. But I think I feel are okay. Interesting. I have an idea. We have like, it's like about bras and like funny stories and shit, right? Funny bra stories. But we could do like, we could talk about sports in some way, but mostly talk about life. And then every week we make a bet, right, about something in sports or whatever. And the loser has to do something crazy, like a story or something. To like, they have to do like a crazy dare. That within that next week before the next episode. So like an impractical jokers like styled podcast. Yeah, and then we could like have an ins- like we'll have an Instagram page or something where we like post all of them. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean like the other person's got to be there with you, yeah. to do the dare, or someone has to be there to like videotape you? I'm scared of your dares. I won't <laughs> fuck you up with the dare, Seth. I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, Chase, I dare you to like, you know, like Lick the floor. I dare you to like walk barefoot across the grass, and you're gonna be like, I I'm dare gonna be you. like, I dare you to buy 15 dildos <laughs> and put them up at least five asses within the next week. <laughs> <laughs> Like I dare you to fucking suck a dick on camera or something like that. I mean, only if you want to. Oh shit! I'm 
would be like, yeah, I, I, I dare you to like walk into the library and yell. <laughs> <laughs> Even though people there do that all the time. The Stanislaus Library has no fucking guidelines really? for library etiquette, dude. Holy fuck. Like, have these kids never been in a library before in their life? I go in there, and I swear to God, people have, they talk like this. They're talking to like this normal level. I'm sitting there trying to fucking read, and they're like, oh, yeah, so the other day I was at fucking Kimmy's house, you know, and we were just smoking a bowl. That was weird. What the fuck was that? So uh, thanks, guys, for listening to Browse Anatomy, uh, the finale. And uh, we love you. Thank and you. if you have any feedback for us, please contact us and tell us. Yeah, you can reach Comment me boxes or anywhere. we'll just put Seth's phone number. I'm on everything. Here, I'm, I'm just going to read his phone number right now. I'm on everything, bro. Seth, I'm, I'm not even asking for your permission. I'm just, I'm out there, bro. You know? <laughs> like, if you find me, bro. He's not reacting. and he, I don't think he thinks I'm going to do it. But it's 559-430. Seven, seven five, five seven six, eight six eight <laughs> five five nine <laughs> four three zero seven five six eight. Give him a call. I'm gonna get like weird people asking me for like fucking like sexual favors. <laughs> like, <laughs> they'll be like, "Yeah, is this a uh, is this Seth?" I'm be uh, like, "Yeah, this is the most Bros Anatomy exposure we've ever got." <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking putting that on the internet. Uh, yeah, nobody fucking listens to our podcast anyway. No, they don't. Because you motherfuckers who do listen, don't tell your friends about it. And <laughs> this is literally all of your fault. So you know like, what? I'm, I ate a fucking mac and cheese for lunch today because of you. You guys didn't tell your friends, so I'm not making any money. So you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Love you guys. <laughs> Love you. <laughs>